Welcome to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope this podcast encourages you, challenges you, and furthers your relationship with God in a whole new way. Enjoy this week's message. Hallelujah. Yes. Come on. Good morning. Good morning. Come on. You see your love in Jesus. Happy New Year to you, to you all. Amen. So uh, I hope you are excited about this this year. Uh, how many um, feel like the Lord is going to do something special for 2022 in your life? Uh, that's just maybe. That's just a few. That's just a, f- a few people. Amen. Um, how many is coming into 2022 with expectation that God's going to move in their lives? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Praise, praise, praise God. Can you can you just take a moment and just thank God for 2021, um, and 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 thank Him for what's going to happen in 2022? Can we just give God some praise just for really, really thank Him that He He is going to to move, and I thank Him for 2021 because we made it we made it through. Amen. We we we're here. Well, look to your neighbor and say, we, we're here. We're here right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully you'll, you'll wake up when, um, as I continue the, the, the message. You know, so I've, um, you know, I've learned to uh, redefine how I view a successful year. It's, it's important because I can't go by of the world, what's going on in the world around me. Because if you go by what's happening in the world around you, every year would be a bad year. Right, so I learned to redefine. I, 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 I evaluate my, um, how my year went based off my spiritual growth. I know that may sound churchy to some of you, but it's important because to me, if, if I set spiritual uh, goals and, and, and I accomplish those goals, I have a successful year. That means I'm, I, I come out different than, than I uh, was the previous year. That, that means I look more like Christ, right? That, so to me, that's always a successful year. So I just, I just encourage you to set spiritual goals. Say, Lord, I want to I wanna grow more in you. I mean, what a, what a great goal, because the world around you, right, believe it or not, they're not going to get any better. But God's called us to make a difference, to make an impact. So if we continue to grow spiritually, right, we can, we can do that. We can, we can change the world around us, right? We can change whatever God's put in, in front of us, at our workplace, in our communities, right, in, in our homes. God, God can um, uh, change or uh, use us to change those environments. Is, in, is anyone going to go with me this morning? Is anyone getting excited? I'm excited. Hopefully you, you, you catch up a little bit. Um, so we're starting a new series called It Shall Come to Pass. Woo. So I don't know if you're, if, if you're praying about something Right? You've been praying for something for a long time. The Lord says, 
it shall come to pass. Oh, it's written all over the Bible throughout the New Testament and the Old Testament, the things that came to pass. Right. So so even if you're going through a challenge in your life uh, and you're in need of a breakthrough, you may be going through a challenge. Right. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass. Amen. So I'm, I'm excited about this series. So the series is going to be based off prayer, right? Because prayer changes things. So nothing will come to pass if we don't pray, right? So we, so, so we must pray. So God, God's going to do his part, but we, we must do our part, right? So whatever God's called us to do, we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss that opportunity because his word won't return to him void, but it doesn't mean that he's uh, that we will receive that word or we will see that word come to pass, right? Because he'll give that word to someone else. It will accomplish what it set out to do, but it may not uh, may not be through us if we're not ready for it, if we're not in a position to receive it. Amen. And our position is in prayer. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about prayer. We're going to up your prayer game this month. Prayer changes things. Is anybody with me on that? Prayer, prayer changes things. We're going to change something in this church. Amen. We are in the spiritual realm. We're going to change something. I don't know what you're going through. Amen. But, but we're going we're to change something. We're going to change some things corporately. God has promised some things for this church. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. That's exciting. Some things that, that the Lord's given you, a word that the Lord's given you, he's looking over it, he's ready to perform it, it will come to pass. Oh, come on. I know we just got through the holidays. You know, we had a, we had a, a, a nice meal, celebrating, open up some gifts and all that. So we may be tired and worn out, but come on, that's something to get excited for. Amen. 2022. Some, some people are looking for breakthrough. This is your breakthrough year. Amen. Amen. So I just have you stand one more time, and, and we're going to read the word of God together. I'm excited. It's an honor to, to serve with you. It's, a, it's, it's an honor to, to move forward in 2022, serving God with expectation. I'm glad I have a church who believes in him and believes in his promises. It's an honor to serve God with you. And I'm excited for what he's going to do in your life. And I'm, I'm excited what he's going to do in this church. Amen? So I'm, I'm going to read out of uh, Romans 8, verses 26 and 27. And it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray. For as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercessions. Did you, you hear that? But the Spirit himself makes, makes intercession. For us, for us with groanings, for us groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows that the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So my subject today is the power of intercession. 
the power of intercession. Let's, let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that um, you are here. You, you are here. We don't, we don't need to ask for you to show up because you are, you are here. You are everywhere, Lord God. We just need to show up, Lord. Lord, we just want to the, uh, experience your presence here today, Lord. We want whatever you have for us today, Lord God, and for whatever you have for us in 2022, Lord God. We pray that this is just not, this won't be regular church, Lord God. We will see you move today, Lord God. I thank you right now for using me as your vessel, Lord God. Uh, just make me that, that new wine, Lord God. Make me an offering to, to today, Lord God. Make me that offering, Lord. So think with my mind and speak through my vocal cords today. We just worship you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Somebody give him some praise this morning. Yes, thank you for, for standing for the rest of the service. I thought we were going to start the year off. Oh, I got one. I got one. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's, let's just get right into this. Talking about the power of intercession. That's intercession is powerful. This, so it's, we, we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between intercession and prayer. There, there is a, a, a difference because intercession is all about action. It's about action, right? So the word intercession com comes from uh, the Hebrew word pega. So it means to reach, to, to meet, and to make intersection, in intercession, right? So that's, it's all about action. You know, Jesus modeled intercession for us, right? Because there was a gap between man and God, and Jesus filled that gap. See, God couldn't reach man, or man couldn't reach God, right? So, so God sent Jesus to die on a cross for us, amen? So now we're able to reach God through Jesus, Right. So he Jesus said, I'm going to make a place for you that is that's in, in heaven. See, we're, we're able to sit on the right hand of, of God in Jesus. Amen. So now we can we can reach God, but through Jesus. Right. So in, intercession is the act of bringing two parties together. That's what Jesus did. He brought two two parties together. He brought God and man together. Isn't that powerful? So Hebrews 7, 25 says, therefore, therefore, he is also able to save, he's talking about Jesus, to the uttermost, those who come to God through him, since he's, since he's always lives to make intercession for them. So Jesus makes intercession for us, right? So he, 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 he models how, how we ought, ought to intercede. Right. So we to, we ought to bring two parties together, the, uh, the person that we're praying for and, and, and God together. Isn't that powerful? That's that's what intercession is, is about. And then it talks about in our, in our verse here, which is powerful it, it, in our main text, it talks about the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. I mean, that is huge. Right. So we have the Holy Spirit. So Jesus didn't just come and, 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 and delivered people and prayed over folks and healed them and all of that. No, he left a deposit. He left 
a Holy Spirit, right, in us. So when we receive Jesus Christ, where we, we, we receive the, the, the Holy Spirit, right? So, so the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. So the word helps. It says the word helps. That means that, that the Holy Spirit helps us, right, in, in prayer. It, it, it helps us, right? It, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. So sometimes we don't know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. So that means he's bringing up things we ought to pray for. Right, so we, we always ask, I, I don't know the will of God for, for my life, but if you tap into the Holy Spirit, you start praying for things you didn't even know that you should be praying for. Right, you're just praying for things, you start praying for this country, you just start praying for this person and that person, it's because that's who God wants you to pray for. That's part of his will, he's about to do something, right, maybe in that country, maybe in your neighborhood or that person's life, and you're just praying for it, you're interceding for it, because the Holy Spirit is telling you to pray for those things. Amen? So you, you ever been, been in prayer? Man, I, I pray with some of the men on, on Wednesday mornings, and, and sometimes I hear some of their prayers, and, you know, so it, 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 it starts off kind of low, and all of a sudden you, you, you sense something else took over. Yeah. You ever been in times where, where you were in prayer, but then you just felt like something else just took over? Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, my gosh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> right? It wasn't you. It was the Holy Spirit yeah. just speaking, just interceding. On your behalf, like pulling things down from heaven and say, yes, you pray for this because this is about to happen. Oh, man. If I could just get a few people to get excited with me. I mean, it's something powerful when God starts taking over. You know something's going to be moved. You know something powerful is going to happen. You, you know something's going to be different, right, when, when God starts taking over. Oh, man, that is powerful when God starts taking over. I mean, so we, that's what intercession is, 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 is about, right? It's bringing two parties to, together. That's what Jesus said. Where would we be if Jesus didn't bring us to connect us to God? We have a connection with God 24 hours every day of the week. We have a connection with him. We can call on him at any time, we have that connection. And it's all because of Jesus and his intercession on our behalf. He loves us so much, he prayed for us. He, just, he went to the Father and said, listen, I got them. <laughs> I got them. And then we have the Holy Spirit who we can lean on every day. So we ought, so we ought to pray prayers of intercession. Helping God, right? God's will, bringing God's will to this earth. See, our prayers and God's will must intersect. That's what it's about. It's when, so it's, intercession is about our, when, when our prayers and God's will meet together. Something powerful happens, right, when we pray the will of God. When we pray about, bring his word up in, in prayer, right? Something powerful happens. We, we start bringing heaven to earth. We start bringing heaven to earth. So I want to I teach us how to be intercessors today. 
I know some of the women that pray on Thursdays, they might be saying, ah, we know what intercessor prayers are. We, we are intercessors. Okay, well, I'm going to teach the other ones, right? I know the women, they pray on Thursdays. I know I've, I've gone. They, I mean, they pray. They pray. I mean, they pray for this church. They, they've, been, they've been praying for you. You didn't even know it. They've been praying for your family. You don't even know it. I mean, it's powerful. You got when you walk in that, that prayer room with those women, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared because something powerful happens when you walk into that room. I know I'm a witness to it. I went. Right? So so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about how to be an intercessor intercessor. Right? And so so the first the first way is and I I touched a little bit on this, on a Christmas Eve service. And how many enjoy that, a Christmas Eve service? I thought it was powerful. Yes, we, that's something that we would do every year um, moving forward. So I touched on um, uh, something during, during the sermon. I mentioned about um, being present in God's presence. I mean, that's, that's the way to, in order to be an intercessor, you have to be present in God's presence. Right, because you have to you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So if you're never present in God's presence, you'll never know what God is doing. Right, so you have to be present in God's presence. So, have you ever gone to a party or somewhere else, and all you can think about is going home, or think about doing something else? Right, is anyone? <laughs> right, so it's. It's like you're, you're like you're like miserable when you when you are there, right? So you're not really into, you're not really present when you are there. There's things going on, people partying, having a good time, or whatever. But you're not you're not really present. And then maybe you've gone with someone else, maybe your spouse or someone, and they and you're driving home, and they and they and they say to you, "Hey, did you see so and so? Did you see what happened when this you know this person said this or that that?" And you don't know any of that because you were not present. Right, you missed all the details. Right, but the person that you with you just giving you all the details, but you missed it all. He's like, really, that happened? Well, that happened because you were you were not present. That's how I am at Costco's when I go with my wife. Like, all I'm thinking about is when we gonna when we gonna leave. I'm wait I'm waiting for my exit route. Right, you know, I'm looking at how I'm gonna plan my exit right away. So I'm never present in Costco's. Right, I just I'm ready to to leave. You know, I'm still working on it, right? But so that's how we are. So we miss, so in the, in the parties, you know, you know, you're with the person. They, the person is telling you all these details. You're like, I didn't see any of that. Not, I didn't see any. I miss all the, all the details. That's how it is when we are not present in God's presence. So we miss all the details He's trying to give us. Right, because sometimes we're in God, when we're praying, come on, let's like don't leave me up here hanging, right? So, so sometimes we are praying, all we thinking about what we all the list that we got to accomplish and this and that. We're thinking about other things. We're like, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, your God, you're good. Oh, thank you for being my father. Oh, what a, um, well, oh yeah, wait, uh, yeah, God, uh, thank you, Lord, thank you, yep, yep, uh, love you, Lord, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, bless you, God, yeah, bless me, God, I thank you for being my father. Oh yeah, um, just yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So we get so distracted, right? And, and God is, is there trying to tell us something. He's trying to give us details, right? So we, you might be missing the details of what he, he wants to give you about your job or about the things that you're actually praying for, 
right? So you miss all the, all the details, right? So you have to be present in his, in his presence. Exodus 24, 12, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, watch this, Come up to me on the mountain and be there. You got to listen to what the Bible says. This is very important. These are important words. He told, he told Moses to come up to the mountain and be there. He didn't say just come up to the mountain, Moses, and I'm going to holler at you when, you when you get here. No, he said, Moses, come to the mountain and be there. That means to be present. Not just show up, but to be present. Why? Because then he, he says, and I will give you the tablets of stone and the law and commandments which I have written that you may teach them. So he was given Moses the Ten Commandments. So can you imagine if Moses would just came up to the mountain, which is thinking that he was at Costco's or something, planning his escape route, or just thinking about what he's going to do afterwards, right, or distracted coming up to the mountain. He never would have received the Ten Commandments, right? I mean, because you have to think about Moses' responsibility, right? He was leading thousands or thousands of people, right, thousands or hundreds of people, Right, so I'm sure he was distracted all the time. So God called him up to the mountain away from distraction so that way he can give him the instructions that he needed, not just for himself, but for the people there and for us. And for us. So he told Moses to come up to the mountain, but you better be ready. You better be attentive. You better be present. Because I'm about to give you something that's going to change lives. That's going to change lives. Amen. He didn't want Moses to come up to the mountain and be distracted. Amen. So that's how it is when we are in the presence of God. God's saying that, okay, come into my presence and be there. And be there. Don't be somewhere else. When you, are, when you are praying, because you will never make intercession or you're never, you can never intercede on anyone's behalf if you're not there. Nothing will ever change in your life if you're always in God's presence and you're not there. The Lord's saying, come into my presence and be there. Be there. Are you going with me? I mean, I mean God God's, uh, wants to give you uh, uh, some details about some instructions or, or, or maybe it's something that you've been praying over for, for years or maybe you, own, you own, a, own a business and God wants to expand your business. He says, come into my presence and be there. I, I want to give you some instructions. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe you're, you're, you're looking for a new opportunity, new, a new career. He said, come into my presence because I want you to, 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 to be there. You know, something I want you to change in, your, in, your, in your, your community, I want you to come into my presence and I want you to be there. Yeah. There's something about your family that's going on you may not know. I want you to come into my presence and I want you to be there. Be there. Be there. We know, we all know the story of, of, of Martha and Mary, right? We kind of we beat Martha over the head all the time, right? This, uh, you know, but it's, it's really like we can really relate more to Martha 
than to marry. Well, because, you know, you think about it, it you know, when Jesus and, and his disciples came to Martha's house, and, and I say it all the time, and it's like, you know, she, she had to feed these folks. How you going to come in, you know, all these people coming to the house, what, what is she supposed to do? Let them starve? I mean, I, I don't know, right? And so, so, so she came into, um, um, Jesus and disciples came into the house, and so the first thing she did, she started to serve them. Right? But Mary did something different. She sat at Jesus' feet. Right? So this real, what this is teaching us is, is that it's about being in God's presence and not doing. See, it wasn't a time to do. It was time to be. It was time to be. It wasn't what Martha was doing was, was bad because, you know, honestly, she had the, she had the spirit of, of, you know, of, of gratitude or what am, I, what am I saying? What word I'm using? Serving, right? So, yeah, right? Um, a, a spirit of service. So that's, that's, not, that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. But in, if you're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you're always going to do and never be. See, Mary was sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus came into the home, she, she said, I, I'd rather be because Jesus was giving her details, the details she needed to know about Christ. I don't know. I, would, I, would, I wish I was a fly on the wall. I wish I could, could hear that conversation that Jesus had with Mary, right? Giving her, giving her instructions, all the, the revelation that, that Jesus was giving Mary. Oh, my goodness. But Martha missed it because she was too busy doing and not being. I don't want to live a life where I'm always doing and not being in his presence. Because being in his presence would teach you how to do better. I'm going to just, just y'all not, not with me. Y'all still in 2021 right now. So are you present in God's presence? Right? So the best way I can describe how to be present in God's presence is like, you know, when you're driving on a certain road or street, and you, um, you hit a speed bump, there, there are speed bumps there. They are there for a reason. Speed bumps, right? They are there for a reason, right? And so uh, when you come across a speed bump, it causes you to pay attention, slow down, and proceed with caution. Pay attention, slow down, and proceed with caution. If you don't, you would damage your car, right? If you run past a speed bump, right, you know, the big, those big speed bumps, it would damage your car, right? So a speed bump causes you to slow, to pay attention, slow down, and, uh, and proceed with caution. So that's what it's like with being in the presence of God. God creates speed bumps, right, so that way we can pay attention, slow down, and proceed with caution, right? We have to pay attention to what he is doing because when we pay attention, then we create that sensitivity that we need for the Holy Spirit. Is anybody going with me this morning? Right? So, so we hit those spirits. So, so speed bumps is, are not designed to stop you from moving forward. It would teach you how to move forward with caution. We'll move forward with the sensitivity of what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you. 
right? So the whole, the, uh, God may try to, uh, may be trying to give you a heads up about something, right? But you're not aware because you're not paying attention to where, to, to where you are. Sometimes we don't pay attention to our surroundings, right? So God say, pay, pay attention to where you are or what I'm trying to do in your life. So we, in order for us to do that, we have to slow down. So I, I just pray that this becomes your, your goal this year, right? When, to, to grow spiritually and to be in God's presence and to pay attention, slow down, and proceed with caution. Pay attention, slow down, and proceed with caution. Amen? So sometimes we have to slow down to hear what the Lord is doing. Slow down so the Lord can, can use us to, to speak to us. That's what it's like being in his presence. It's like we're just paying attention. God, what are, what, are, what are you trying to tell me? And we're just slowing everything down. I'm not in a rush to do anything. Sometimes we're, we're, we're so in a rush to get to the new place. Right? Imagine if, if Moses came up to the mountain and he was just so in a rush to, 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 to go back down or to, to move on or to get to the promised land. He would have missed all the details. And then we proceed with caution. I mean, because we, we, how many know that we have an enemy that's after, after us? The more you believe in him, the more you get stronger in your faith, he's coming to get you. He's coming to get you. So you have to, you have to move with caution, with that awareness, with that sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. Is anybody going with me? Yes. Amen. So the second way to become an intercessor is to stand in a gap for someone. That's what intercession is about, is standing in a gap for someone. That's what Jesus did for us. Jesus stood in a gap on our behalf. Jesus was actually the bridge for us to get to God. Amen? Because without him, we're not able to get to God. So, so intercession prayer is to really, to literally stand in a gap for someone. So there's a difference between prayer and intercession, but both are important, right? So prayer is to our lives what few is to an engine. We won't go very far without a healthy prayer life, right? So prayers are the transference of, of burdens, of our burdens, right? So prayer is important. It's the transference of, of our burdens. But if you, if you walk away with the same burden, you didn't pray, you just complained. Right? So and he said, so the Lord says, those that who heavy, heavy burden, come, come to me. You know the scripture, right? Come to me and, you know, my, my, my yoke is easy. My, my burden is light. So it's a transference of our burdens. Like we need to give the Lord our burdens, right? Because sometimes we, we take on things that are too heavy for us, right? So we can place our burdens on the Lord. That's, that's something that we should be grateful for, right? Things that we cannot handle, things that just happen to us. It rains on the just and the unjust, but the, the Lord, we have a God that we can just transfer our burdens to. So prayer is important. Prayer is about talking to God. We need to learn about who, who God is, and, and we, we want to grow. So the prayer is about talking to God, right? So I have a little graphic that I want to uh, show we'll, um, if we have that, uh, let, let me have, let me get that as well. Do we have that? Yeah, we have that. So it's just, 
and just really breaking down what, what prayer is. Prayer is, right? Prayer is talking, talking um, to God about himself, his principles, and yourself. Leads you to do something on your own behalf. But the difference is, right, prayer can, prayer can be strong or prayer can be wimpy. <laughs> right? So, you know, uh, strong prayer is like talking to God, pouring out your heart in praise. It produces greater intimacy with God. It may lead to prophetic acts and demonstration, giving things, asking for things. But here's the difference between intercession and prayer. Intercession is something different. It's talking to God um, on the behalf of someone else can lead to action on, on another's behalf. Cannot be wimpy. It cannot be wimpy. So we need to come to, so intercession prayer is like, it's like, like coming to God with boldness and confidence like he's going to do something. Right? Because intercessors believe that what, what they are interceding for will come to pass. Amen. I think you missed that one. I think you missed that one. Right? So, so, so intercession. So, uh, again, back to the, the uh, Romans 8.26, it says that the word helps means to come together and mutually bear a burden. Right? So this is a step up from prayer. Intercession is a step up from, from prayer. This is not regular prayer. This is like action-oriented. Right? So intercession is praying God's heart into a specific situation or standing in the gap of behalf of a person or region who is in need of mercy and grace. See, God is calling for gap people. People that stand in the gap, right? For People that stand in the, in the gap on, the, on their behalf, right? So gap people praise for the burdens of others before their needs. See, sometimes we get in a habit, and it's, and it's just when we pray to God, it's just all about us. And we never really experience breakthrough, right? Because, we, because prayer, is, prayer could be something much deeper than that. Well, intercession is much, much deeper than that, right? Inter, in, intercessors will believe that when they pray that something powerful is going to happen, you know? So they, they're interceding forever. For others, so sometimes we get just get caught up in the habit that we're just praying for our needs and our needs only, right? But there's more. It's got to be more to, to our prayer life than, than just ourselves, right? So some sometimes we get we just get caught up in ourselves. Just just we get caught up in this in this trap that that God's only going to. To, uh, to, to, call, to support our needs or, or things like that. But God's, God's calling us out of thinking that way. He wants us to think bigger than that. It's about the kingdom of God, bringing the kingdom of God onto earth, right? And God wants us to be a part of that. God wants us to be his agents of, of change, amen? So we can, it cannot just be about all of our needs, See, see, gap people, they bring God and people together. See, they fight to prevail for, for, for the people, right? They build bridges for people to get to God. That's what gap people are. They build bridges for people to get to God, 
Amen? They're not going. They see you down and, and out. You, you won't be down and out for a long time. They said, no, we're we, we going to build a bridge for you to get to Jesus. We're going to build you the bridge. I'm going to intercede for you. I'm going to intercede on your, your behalf. Like, I'm going to move beyond my situation, right, and I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Got people pray for their community, right? They walk around, they circle their community, and they pray for. They don't even know the people that they are praying for, but they're praying for, for them anyway. But well, we have a team that go around this area, and they pray for this, for this area. And we believe that change is happening. We may not ever know that change is happening in the area, but we believe because intercessors believe who they interceding for, right, will come to pass. Right? And they believe what they pray for will come to pass. Yes. Amen. Amen? So we have, we have people that who's, who's praying for interceding for our community, and they believe change is happening. They believe change is happening in your life, in your, in your family's life, right? Because they believe that. Are you with me? So intercession prayer, intercessory prayer is powerful. It's a step up above prayer, right? It's actually bringing heaven to earth. It's about praying, right, God's will on, on earth. It's when your prayer intersects with God's will. That means you and God are praying for the same things. That means you and God want the same things. So if you want what God wants, and what God wants will come to pass. So that means what you are praying for will come to pass. I don't know about you. I want what God wants. Amen? So I need to pick up my Bible, and I need to read what he wants. <laughs> I need to read about what he wants. And I need to line my prayers up with what he's saying. Because if I do, because what he wants shall come to pass. So what I pray for shall come to pass. So you got to, this is a different type of, of prayer. This is like bold prayers, right? Because wimpy hearts produces wimpy prayers. So this is different. So you have to pray with confidence. You have to pray with boldness. You have to know what the word of God says. The reason why people pray wimpy, right, because they don't know what God is saying. Right, so it becomes about ourselves. God, you're a great God. You're a good God. It's like the churchy prayers. God, you're so good. You are so good. So, you know, all that is great. He is good. He is good. He's good every day, right? But we need to step up and call some things down from heaven. We need to step up and bring, call things down from heaven so they, could be, they will exist here on earth. His, his word is not just for heaven. His word is here for on earth, right? So we need to bring things down, his promises. I want to be a church that who believe in God's promises, not just believe it, but call them down from heaven. And we get to see his promises be fulfilled here in this church, here in this community. Amen. So we need to, we can't pray those wimpy prayers. Amen. We need to be bold and come to the God's throne with confidence, knowing who he is and what he said. Inter intercession prayer. Intercessors are, are, are much more powerful, right? 
and, and we, we, if you want to become an intercessor of prayer, amen, you got to step up your prayer life. You got to step up your prayer life. You got to pick up the word and know what the word says and call down that word. Speak that word over your situation. Speak the word over your community. Speak the word over someone else's um, the situation. Amen. Come on. We got to know the word of God. Amen. Amen. That's how we become the intercessors. And we change. We, the intercessors change things. That's what Abraham did for his nephew Lot. Lot would have died in Sodom and Gomorrah if if. Abraham did not step in and intercede for him on his behalf. I mean, you if just just read it, read it on your own. I mean, um, Abraham was saying, God, if if there was if if there was fifty, you know, fifty righteous people, will, will you kill them? God was ready to just destroy everybody. Amen. And he um, Abraham went and he negotiated with the Lord. Amen. He interceded. For, so he was talking about. The other people, but he was really talking about his nephew Lot. So he went in there, he saved his his nephew Lot, right? So just check this out. So remember, Lot, right, offended. They were not on good terms. So it wasn't about how Abraham felt about his nephew Lot. He right. So <laughs> you have to understand this. It wasn't about Abraham saying it's not about me. It's about saving him. That's intercession right there. He, would, he never prayed for himself. He never prayed about how he, he hurt his feelings, how my nephew hurt my feelings. Amen. He never said anything about that. He just stepped in. He stood in the gap for him on his behalf. <laughs> in spite of all the things that Lot did to him, he interceded for him and saved him. That's intercession. That's intercession. Amen. It's not about us. It's about what the Lord wants to do. It's about what the Lord wants to do. Amen. And so we have to get in the habit to intercede for others on their behalf. So intercessors reminds the Lord of his promises until they are fulfilled. Coach God with confidence, not timid hearts. So this give you an example of how to pray a prayer of intercession. Is when you are praying for an unbelieving loved one. So you have to remind the Lord of His promises and of His word. So. As you're praying for that loved one, remind them of Ezekiel 11:19. what it says. It says, Father, I pray for my loved one. They don't believe right now, but your word in Ezekiel 19 says that you will give them one heart and you will put a new spirit within them and take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them, give them a heart. Lord, any stumbling block that is in their way, I pray that you will remove it. Because your son died on the cross for us. Lord, so I pray that any distractions that's in their way, anything that's preventing them from believing in you or serving you or giving their lives to you, remove it right now in Jesus' name. I believe that you can do it because you did it in my life. 
And then if someone that's, that is sick, you want to pray God's healing over, over them. We know the word says, by, by your stripes we are healed, right? But James 5.15 says, Lord, and your word says, James 5.15, in the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be So intercessors remind God of his word, of his promises, and they pray those prayers over them, over the people. So they stand in the gap. So they bring in, so they bring uh, uh, God and those, those people together through prayer. That is what intercessor, intercessory prayer is about. It's is standing in the gap for someone, right? It's bringing two parties together. And you do it through the word of God. Can you stand with me? Can you stand with me? It's powerful. We can help Break chains in people's lives. The chains of anxiety. The word says, Lord, when the anxiety was great within me, your consolation gave me great joy. His counsel. Your counsel gives me great joy. We can pray that prayer over someone. We can break the chains of anxiety, depression, oppression. But people don't have to live with it. We can be the people who stand in the gap on their behalf and help individuals break chains. Jesus did it for us. So when he tell us to go out and make disciples, it's not just telling people about Jesus, it's showing them Jesus. I see people, seen people go through the same thing year after year. Right? It's a new year, but it's the same chain and ball. New year. There are new opportunities in front of them. But they can never take hold of them because they're still in the same shackle. But as a church, as believers, as intercessors, we can help them break those chains. I would not be here if it weren't for strong intercessors in my life. My mama was here, boy. She would tell you, boy, I knew, I knew you would do this. I knew you would serve the Lord. I knew you would be a pastor. She said, I knew. She said that. It did not catch her by surprise. It did not catch her by surprise. Why? Because intercessors believe who they're interceding for shall come to pass. 
It did not catch her by surprise. I would not be here if it, wasn't, if it weren't for my sister who was praying, was prophesying over me when I didn't even know what, what pro- prophesying was all about. I thought she was just weird. I mean, she is, but <laughs> don't tell her what she knows. Right? I didn't, she's speaking over my life. My big sister, she was speaking over my life. She invited us to her church. She invited us to Calvary Life. Here I am today. Intercessors believe in faith. What they pray for, who they intercede for, shall come to pass. We just need the church to step up and become intercessors. Let not this year just be about you. It's nice to have a strong prayer life with with God. It's nice to talk to God sometime about yourself. But if it's every day about you, God will never give you a word to change the world around you. This is why we call it corporate prayer. People look at this kind of, well, I can't really make prayer to them. There's something powerful that happens when we come together in prayer and intercede for our communities around us. So here's, here's a call today. Here's, here's a call to call today. First, I never want to leave here without inviting you, uh, that person who doesn't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you that invite today. Lord's been waiting for you. This is your, your year to connect with him uh, in such a deeper way. So if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you're online and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just, just let us know. Just, just type in that I want to receive him as my Lord and Savior. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want you to put forth your, your hand. It's going to be a great year for you. And I'm speaking to those are here and those who are online. God's going to do uh, a new thing in your life. But what he's saying to you that you need to make room. Make room for him. Make time in your prayer life. And here's what we're going to do for altar call today. Actually, I'm going to invite you up to the altar and who, both individuals who want to intercede for our community, for our church, for families, your, your family. Uh, just, we need to pray for the country. I want us to take a few minutes and do that together. So if, if you want, I want to invite you up to the We're not going to have anyone pray over anyone unless you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We do want to pray for you. And for those who want to become an intercessor, right, and who believe in intercession, prayer and want to really bring uh, heaven to earth, let us as a church take a moment and just pray together. You you pray in your own words, but you just come up at the altar to something powerful us coming together as a church. We're just going to come and we're going to intercede for our communities, for our families, for our jobs, for our, our country. Um, and, and so, but here's, 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 here's the catch. Here's the catch. Whatever you pray for, you must believe that it will come to pass. 
So ask the Holy Spirit to bring up scriptures, the word of God in your life, right? Word, what the word of God says, right? And you pray those prayers over whoever you're praying for. Intercessors. 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 We're going to, we're going to, the worship team is going to sing a little bit. They're going to sing softly and, and then um, we're going to have Pastor Leona just close us out in, in prayer after. So let's just take a moment and just pray. Let's take a moment and just pray. Come on, just pray, just pray, just pray. Just pray. Come on, just pray. Come on, just pray, just pray. Come on. Come on, let the heavens hear your words. Come on, just pray. Intercede for someone. Come on, something is going to change. Something is about to change. Yes. God said, God said to Ezekiel, I have not seen. I've been looking for an intercessor. I have not seen one. Lord, you see it here. We're stepping up. Come on, intercede. Come on, something's about to change. Come on, you know those family members that, that don't know the Lord. Intercede on their behalf. Come on, you know those neighbors you've been praying for? Come on, lift them up to Jesus. Lift them up. Speak a word over them. Put a word on it. Come on, let us be that church who prays for the country. Come on, let the heavens hear your voice. Yes. Come on. Come on. The prayers of the intercessors. The prayers of the intercessors. The prayers of the intercessors. Come on, lift up a prayer this morning. Come on, lift them up. Come on. Something is going to change. It shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. The Lord said it shall come to pass. Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. If what you heard today impacted you, be sure to tell us about it. You can rate and subscribe to this podcast or contact us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or our website, calvarylifedfw.com. Thank you so much and have a great week.